Hello, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and you come to me for hard facts. Good afternoon, I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and these are your hard facts. The news comes at you fast. America's Food and Drug Administration have said that Trump was incorrect. There's information and misinformation. Their own NAFDAQ came out and told Donald Trump, we're going to be waiting here. Where are you talking? Are you talking with by yourself? It is okay. And making sense of it can be hard. Can you okay? I will let you talk. Can you okay? Coyote, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Coyote. But that's my job. Let's talk context. Let's talk statistics. Talk about those bills at the Senate right now. Let's talk to the experts and the newsmakers. Um, I, I see the kind of stability that will, that will allow uh, growth to happen by this time next year. Every weekday at three. Good afternoon. I'm Sandra Ezekwesi. Let's talk hard facts. Good afternoon. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili and these are your hard facts. I hope you had a great weekend. Did you even notice a difference at all? <laughs> Weekdays and weekends are pretty much the same now, aren't they? Huh? Since we're all sitting at home. Speaking of which, I'm still working from home. Thank you so much, Chukudie Zugu, for keeping things running in the studio for me. Your first hard fact of the day is 86. 86. Nigeria had 86 new confirmed cases yesterday, COVID-19 cases yesterday, according to NCDC. Remember, these are confirmed cases. It doesn't mean that COVID-19 caught 86 new people yesterday. It means that we got 86 positive lab results yesterday. Most of those people got the virus days and weeks ago. And it also means that... uh, there are other people who have the virus and have not been confirmed because we have not tested them yet. It's taking us a lot of time to uncover all the hidden cases. So let's all stay safe. Let's all stay at home. Let's observe social distancing and as much as possible, let's wash our hands. I uncover things for you here on Hard Facts. I bring you the best insights into today's most important topics. I break them down. I give you the facts and you can form an informed opinion. And if you missed any of last week's shows, you can still catch them online. Go to our Facebook page, Nigeria Info FM. Twitter is also Nigeria Info FM. I have a great show for you today. We're starting with the big three. Let's talk about the new confirmed cases here in Lagos. Local government by local government. Then, let's talk about the death and burial of Abba Kiari. Lots of talk about that over the weekend, especially with so many government officials going to the funeral. How far social distancing? Inko? Uh-uh. And then, let's talk about the new food kitchens that the Lagos State Government is setting up. Let's see if there is one in your area yet. On Checkpoint, we're going to talk some more about security during the lockdown. There have been reports of the security agencies going too far in their enforcement. So let's hear from you. We're also going to be hearing from you on The Big Hard Fact, where we're going to talk some more about security and the lockdown. We're going to look at it from the human rights angle. I'll be talking with uh, Tony Ojuku. He's the executive secretary of the Nigerian Human Rights Commission. After the 6 p.m. news, I'll hand you over to Rufai Useni. And as usual throughout the show, we're bringing you the latest updates from the world of news, sports and entertainment. Don't forget that you can reach us on WhatsApp 080-959-75805. And our numbers are 0700-993-993-993. Let's get into the big three. 
Breakfast on 99.3 Nigeria Info. You know what to expect on the big three stories that everyone is talking about right now. How many COVID-19 cases does your local government area have? Are our leaders setting a good example when it comes to social distancing? Is there a government food kitchen in your area yet? Let's get into these stories. Like I said, when the show started, Lagos got 70 new cases yesterday. The numbers are going up because testing is going up. Now, let me explain that because some people are saying, how come cases are increasing even though we're on lockdown? Does that mean the lockdown is not working? And I've even heard some very ridiculous takes like, oh, since these Chinese doctors came, the cases have been increasing. I don't know where Nigerians get all of that, but the short answer to those, those questions are no. Remember that before now, we were testing less than a thousand people a day. Lagos had 20 million people has not even had has 20 million people so we were testing less than half a percent of one percent of lagos every day not enough not by far but now testing is increasing we're still not testing at the right level but it's increasing and so now we're discovering cases today that we should have discovered two weeks ago most of these cases that were announced yesterday already had COVID-19 before the lockdown or at the start of the lockdown. Many of them have been waiting to be tested. Or let me put it this way. When we started the lockdown, we didn't even know how many cases were already in Lagos because we were not testing enough. Now we have a lockdown and now we're testing more. So now we're going to find more and more of these people who were already infected before we started a lockdown. So 70 newly confirmed cases here in Lagos. Add that to the old cases and we have 309 since the outbreak started. 196 of those are still active. And of the rest, 14 have died. 94 have been discharged and five have been taken out of the state. Now let's look at it local government by local government. I want you to see how this thing is spread in the state. The Ministry of Health is finally giving us local government numbers. So here they are. In Agege, there's one case. In Alimosho, 15 cases. Amuadofing, five cases. Apapa, two cases. Badagri, two cases. Etiosa, big number, 86 cases. Ibejuleki, one case. Ifakoijaye, two cases. Ikeja, 41 cases. Ikorodu, four cases. Kosofe, 12 cases. Lagos Island, two cases. Lagos Mainland, Lagos Mainland, 114 cases. Very big number. In Mushin, seven cases. In Oshodi Isolo, seven cases. In Shomolu, eight cases. And Surulere has six cases. Only three local governments don't have any cases. At Jeremy Felodun, Ekbe, and Ojo. So every other Lagos local government area has at least one confirmed COVID-19 case. 
And remember that these are only confirmed cases. You still have other cases out there. They still haven't tested many people with symptoms. Plus, there are many people without symptoms who could have it. Even in those three local government areas without confirmed cases. So what does all of that mean? What does this tell you? Stay at home. Only come out to get food or medical help. And when you come out for those things, observe social distancing. And don't touch your face. And wash your hands with soap or sanitize them. Because look at those numbers. Look at Etiosa and Lagos Mainland. 86 and 114. And Alimosho local government area has a cluster. According to the health ministry, Alimosho local government area has a cluster. A cluster is when you have an ongoing community transmission. Now, I have questions about that. I really want to know if the ministry is taking steps in Alimosho to enlighten the public there. If you live in Alimosho, what kind of enlightenment is going on in the communities? Can you tell me? I need you to call us and tell us if the ministry has given you guys any extra information on what to do to avoid the cluster there. 0700-993-993-993. And for the rest of you, I want to know what you think about the spread of COVID-19 in Lagos. What do you think about the number of cases in your local government area? Because now it's no longer nah, that disease where they were somewhere for Lagos, you know, where they wreak havoc. Now, nah, that disease where they for your local government. If you there for your street, safe. If you there your backyard. Now that you know that there are cases in your area, are you more likely to stay at home? My Tiosa and uh, Lagos mainland people, how far? See, I see that side, so. 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. Of course, WhatsApp is available. I want to hear from you via, via WhatsApp as well. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. And you can tweet at us at Nigeria Info FM. Hello. 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 Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hello? Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? I'm Ola. I'm calling from Alimosho. Ola from Alimosho. Ola, I hope you heard the numbers. What is your uh, take? Well, I'm, I'm a little bit scared because people here, most of them are not aware. Most of them are not aware? Yeah, yeah, most of them are not aware. Now, you would recall that Sandra also mentioned that she would like to know if, you know, the health authority in Lagos have reached out to people in these local governments to say, this is what you must do to stay safe. Have you seen any health official? I haven't seen any, hmm. no police, no, nothing, nothing. I haven't seen anyone in my own place, so at my place. So I haven't seen anyone. Hmm. And Ali Mosho is the most populous local government yes, in no. Lagos State. Yes. I hope you are aware. I know, I know. The biggest, the biggest. Yes. The biggest. And the number currently stands at 15 positive cases. He said uh, it, has, it has spread in community. Yes. Uh-huh. This morning I went to buy paper outside and I saw people roaming about even uh, the commercial vehicles, the bags, all of them are still working. This morning. So. <laughs> they should find something to do about it. All right, they should find something to do about that. Thank you very much, Ola. Hello? 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 Please turn down the volume of your radio set. Hello? Hello? 
Hello, my name is Samson. Samson calling from. I'm calling from Ifakojaye. Samson. Samson calling from Ifakojaye. Two positive cases yeah. in Ifakojaye. Go ahead, Samson. Yeah, I don't know about the positive, but I was in my house today. I just saw some um, Ifakojaye local government. They were fitting the area. Okay. But the government told me the government has just fled in Nigeria because. The water they are fitting, they are just fitting the ones. Where they smell the water, all of a sudden, they are even fresh water from a public pump you know, outside our, our house to feed the water. It's found that the water was missing only IPO. Hmm. So it's IPO killing um, coronavirus because we don't really understand. They are just uh, fitting doors, fitting uh, ordinary the wall in front of the house. Is that what you is that how to fit with uh, IPO? Hmm. So the Nigerians are just fooling us. They are just, the government are just really fooling, fooling the whole Nigerians. They said they are going to send money to BVN, and they were saying it's only 40 million people that have um, BVN in Nigeria. As a, why, why would that be true? The whole of Nigeria, they say it's only 40 million that have uh, BVN. They don't want to give us this money. So if you just forget our mind and take up our mind from this BVN of a thing, this uh, money of a thing, you struggle for ourselves. Because now they say these boys are robbery, robbery. We are okay now in our area now. We are the one doing the vigilante in the midnight. After the vigilante, they say we've got nothing to eat. So at the end of the day, why would the why would the boys that are doing the village? Why would they at the time they will see join the boys that are robbing? Hmm. When they would they don't nothing to eat. Oh, oh, Even oh. for the landlord in our street and that they are gathering to two hundred, five hundred to even give us something to eat. Okay, you know for the way the government providing for us. Hmm. Okay, no. all, all, all right. Thank you very much for your contribution. But it is important that you do well to adhere to the advice shared by the experts and try as much as you can to stay alive. The numbers are really very scary. Now, when you look at Ifakojai, for example, and you say only two positive cases, I mean, it's really very important that we brace up and do all that we can to see that we keep the numbers down. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, good afternoon. My name is Samuel Fola from Aja. Samuel from Aja. Go ahead, Samuel. Yes, um, at Itsosha here, there is no um, government um, official to come and enlighten people about this issue. And there is no um, sharing of food in this area. So I don't really know what's going on. So if you can just help us tell the government, then just help us around this Aja as it. Hello? Yeah, hello, I can hear you. Okay, go on, go on. Yeah, I said um, there's no government official to come and enlighten people about this corona and um, COVID-19 situation. Hmm. You've not seen any of them. You haven't seen in your community? At all, at all. Not even one. Hmm. Really very, very serious issue. Thank you very much for your contribution and for the information. Hello. Hello. Good evening. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Timothy from Lekki, Etiosa. Timothy from Lekki, Etiosa. Timothy, Etiosa yeah. ranks really very high when you look at the local government in Lagos. 86 positive I cases. The government is lying. government is lying. No one comes to my house. No one even passed my street to test person or to give food or to give information. Nothing, nothing. It's a fake story. So you haven't seen any official whatsoever in your community? Nobody, if anywhere I see they're sharing food, maybe it's a good Christian that just stands to share. Nobody is here. In fact, everywhere is dried up. Hmm. All right, thank you very much for your contribution, Timothy. Hello? 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 Please turn down the volume of your radio set. Okay, my name is Kingsley. I'm calling from Isolo. Kingsley from Isolo. Osho the Isolo, Kingsley. Do you know the number? Sorry? Seven positive cases, Osho Disolo, Kingsley. 
Okay, see, there's something I want to verify from you, eh? All right. This this house to house test. When they come, do they come with their equipment? They come with the test because kits. Because, sorry, hold on. Because the reason why I ask this question, a health worker came to my house. She just she just came, asked us some few questions. If there's anybody who is sick, whether we, uh, whether we, uh, I mean, whether somebody from abroad came to my house, and we said no, and she left. So I want to know when they come, do they come to test, or do they just want to gather information? The information. Okay. I think the information would help them um, discharge their responsibility better. For example, if the health worker had asked the question with respect to, um, you know, anybody taking ill in the community or in your compound, and you had replied that yes, I'm very certain that she would have asked further questions to find out the person and probably maybe conduct a test. Okay. Okay. And then secondly, please, Nigerians, we are not. I mean, sincere. Most people call and say that's a lockdown. Government, they don't go out to do this, to do that. But you come out, you see a lot of shops, non-essential. They are selling. They lot mechanics. They are all kind of people. They are still on the road. Hmm. I don't even understand what I'm saying. Yes, I get you. So why? I mean, you you you, you get most people. They call on radio. They say that's a lockdown. This, but most of them are still operating. Their businesses. You will never hear one of them call to say one day, that's why they lock down. I still open my shop to sell my, my, my recharge card. I still open my shop to sell my slippers. They will never do that. All they complain is government is not giving us food, government is not giving us that money, no this, no that. I mean, let's be sincere. But perhaps the complaint is because they are staying at home to observe the federal lockdown and they are not getting anything in return. Maybe they are expressing themselves because they are, they are in a very difficult situation. I understand. I understand what you are saying. But how come none of them will call to say, I still open my shop to sell my this? But there are several people who have called on the show to say, please, we would like them to enforce compliance in this local government because it appears like it is still business as usual. So if somebody who resides in a community can reach out to say, please, oh, do something about our community, oh, we are in danger. I think the person is, you know, raising serious concern about the issue. Hello? 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 Please turn down the volume of your radio set. What is your name and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Samson from Igondo. Samson from Igondo. Go ahead, Samson. Yeah. Um, one thing I am very sure about is that COVID-19 is, is actually real. However, the only way, the panacea to it is for people to start spreading it. But my question still remains, how come are people on the streets? How come are people still going all about in their business? Now, they said they are bringing people to do the search, the uh, test and all sort of things. We've not seen anybody in Igondo for once. We've not seen anybody in this Ikoto LCDA hmm. for once. And yet, these people are supposed to be out now, at least in a rush, for them to know the, for them to understand the emergency that this thing entails. That is that. In any case, when you say people should sit at home, there is no problem about that. You know, but the truth of the matter is that Legosians can fend for themselves. Nobody was begging anybody for money. 
And if it has not come to an emergency case that people should remain in their house, what palliative measures have they done? They said they are doing this palliative measure. We only hear it maybe on paper, maybe in the news, but we've not seen anything. Nobody can you point out that this is what anybody has done for us. My prayer is this thing will not turn to anarchy because as it were now, people are not happy. Hmm. I can assure you, if they have just given just maybe 10%, or even 5% what, of what other people in the world are doing, Nigerians can really comply with this rule. All right. Thank you very much for your contribution. Sandra Ezekwesili, a lot of Nigerians, you know, expressing themselves with respect to the nature of the lockdown and the fact that, you know, health workers have not come to their community to tell them what they should be doing. Of course, you already know Abakiari, the president's chief of staff, died of COVID-19. You also know he was buried in Abuja this weekend. So let's talk about all of that in our second story. The burial has caused a lot of controversy. I don't know if you saw it on TV or saw pictures online, but yeah, it looked just like a normal funeral. You had a crowd of people there, definitely more than 25 people. There were family members, staff of the presidency, and even some ministers. Garba Shehu was there. That's the president's media advisor. And a lot of Nigerians are angry about the video and the pictures. They're asking, isn't this the reason they arrested Funke Akindele? Isn't this why they said churches and mosques should close? Why should a crowd gather for a funeral? Is it because it's a big man? And remember, I said some presidency staff attended, huh? Well, guess what happened afterwards? Aso Rock has banned them from coming to work. Garbashe, who confirmed it on Twitter, he said, yes, Aso Rock has banned those of us who attended the funeral, and there's nothing wrong with that. Now, Nigerians are asking... Doesn't that prove that these people did the wrong thing by going to the funeral? And if so, why are so many of our top government officials doing the wrong thing? Why are they not leading by example? And I really want to know what you think about that. But before you tell me, let's talk about the rules for a funeral during COVID-19. When the Abakiari story first broke, some people were saying government was, was not uh, supposed to release the body to the family. But the Lagos Health Ministry is saying that that is not true. According to them, government can release the body of a COVID-19 victim, but there are rules. First, government must decontaminate the body. Second, they must seal the body in two body bags and a sealed coffin. Let me say that again. First, government must decontaminate the body. Second, they must seal the body in two body bags and a sealed coffin. Now, we saw the Abakiari funeral. We saw pictures. We saw videos. His body was definitely in a body bag, but it wasn't in a coffin. So there's a big question mark there. Now, I know that Muslim burials usually don't use coffins. But if this is the rule for COVID-19, 
should there be exceptions? And the rules don't stop there, by the way. Thirdly, you cannot have more than 25 guests at the burial. Now, we saw the Kiari burial, there were more than 25. And we also saw reports that the people who handled the body and dug the grave did not dispose of their PPEs correctly. We saw videos, I saw a video myself, of where some man was removing his PPE and using his hands to touch the wall, touch a car that was near him, and left the PPE there at the cemetery. That's a huge health hazard. So basically, this whole Abakiari matter, it's been a hot mess. We're seeing so many points where possibly the COVID-19 rules were broken. And this is happening with people at the highest levels of government. Remember when Abakiari first tested positive, we talked about how he had refused to self-isolate after coming back to Nigeria. Remember, he traveled to Germany and the UK where COVID-19 was raging. And we suspect that that's where he got it. But he came home. He didn't stay in his house. He met so many federal and state government officials before testing positive. And now, even at his funeral, we're still seeing government officials doing the wrong thing. Now, when people complained on social media, NCDC swung into action and started to uh, clean up the cemetery and dispose of all of the uh, 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 improperly disposed PPE items and all of that. But a lot of Nigerians are asking, why are our government officials not leading by example? We've talked about this leading by example thing before. I told you about the New Zealand Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern, talking to her country from her living room using Facebook Live. We've seen Canada's Justin Trudeau in self-isolation. These leaders do these things to show their people that, look, if I can do it, you can too. When you see your leaders doing the right thing, it inspires you to follow. But if your leaders are telling you to stay at home and you're seeing them on TV going for burial, how does that make you feel? That's the main question I want you to answer. 0700-993-993-993. Are our leaders setting a good example during this pandemic? Are our leaders following the social distancing rules that they expect you to follow? Do the government officials who attended Abakiari's burial owe Nigerians an apology? Just like Badamosi and Nairamali and Funke Akindele. 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. Hello, Lagos. Good afternoon. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? I'm calling from the audience from Lagos. I've been following all your channel throughout. I've been trying to call you, but it was not going to. Thank you very much. What is your name? My name is Nicholas Monday. Nicholas Monday, go ahead. Yes. Uh, what I have to say is that since our leaders are not showing good exam, they say everybody should stay at home. Everybody are indoors. Since they can't follow the rules, please. Everybody, like in my place, nobody's attending to this. They say since they can't flow, they can't do it. Everybody knows social distance too. Hmm. I do expect everybody to 
follow the rules too, sir. Hmm. Okay, look at the case of Sky. What did you do? Over some of them are even getting close to, but the wish, the law says that anybody that dies of that virus should not, their body should not be released to anybody. They should be the government for part and they should not have more than 20 people in the funerary barrier. At that point, there are over up to 50 people, say more than. But, but if you listen to the second story, Sandra explained in detail what the situation would be if the body is released. So it's clear what must be done or the process that must be followed. But you have mentioned the number of people that attended and that is why Sandra is asking the important question. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Peter. Peter calling from... Um, Koshofer Local Government. You're welcome, Peter, from Koshofer Local Government. Go ahead, Peter. Yes, sir. Um, what I have to say, I think uh, our government, for the fact that they are doing the wrong thing, doesn't mean that we should join them. Hmm. Because if your leaders jump into a fire, you will not join in and jump into that fire. Hmm. So I think we know the right thing. We should do the right thing as a people. They are messed us up, definitely. You don't have to follow them. It's for us to see how we can restructure and keep this thing out of our country, not doing what the leaders, we are not supporting what they are doing. Definitely they did the wrong thing, they did something that is not right, we shouldn't join them to do that. All right. I think we that people should do the right thing. All right, thank yeah, you very much. The first issue that Sandra talked about, okay. definitely when you go out in the evening, you see people hanging around, still doing the same thing, still repeating, living their normal life. There is no how the spread of this thing will not continue. Hmm. I think you just have to be very, very, we have to be conscious of all those things as well. All thank right. You thank you very much for your contribution. Hello. Yeah, hello. Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you afternoon. calling from? This is um, this is Vincent from um, Ogun State. Vincent from Ogun State. Go ahead, Vincent. Yeah, please. First of all, the officers that are on the road, do they, are they immune to this uh, COVID-19? Because when you see them on the road, you know, they don't they don't they don't usually put put their face mask on hmm. and they don't have gloves on their hands, right? Hmm. So, I want to ask, are they immune? this COVID-19. No one is immune to COVID-19. So everyone must take all the necessary precautions or else you're going to find yourself in a difficult situation. Okay, okay. All right, thank you very much for your contribution. On Twitter, there are several messages. Blessed, blessed, tweeting with the handle at JerryZZ2. Says, Sandra, good afternoon. I'm listening to Hard Facts right now. The issue about sensitizing the people about the issue on ground hasn't been done before now. Neither is it being done at all. I live in Ikeja. I have made a post on local government chairman on councillors not informing the people. Monday Momo tweeting with the handle at Monday Momo 9 says... Sandra, UK is giving second lockdown stimulus to the citizens, but Nigeria has not even given one. How do we get there, for God's sake? Monday Momo asking the question of what the people will do so that we can compare to the United Kingdom. I'm going to take a short break. When I return, Sandra is a question will give us the third story. Remember, on the big three, you have the opportunity to... Re respond to any of the major stories of the day. Please do not go anywhere. You're tuning to 99.3 FM, Nigeria Info. on 99.3 Nigeria Info. This is the big three. And for our third story, 
Let's talk about Lagos State Government's food kitchens. I told you last week that the government wants to set up places all over the state where people can come and get free food. Well, a few of them are already open, at least in Ojodu LCDA. We got the information from the Ojodu LCDA chairman, Julius Lumuiwa Oloro. He said the kitchens opened last Thursday. So if you live in Ojodu, there are about 12 different food kitchens that have been set up. And the LCDA council has the contact numbers for you to reach them. They say the food kitchens are open between 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. daily. Now, to benefit, you must be a resident of the area. The kitchens are in different wards, so you must live in the ward to be served. The government is appealing to the public to maintain physical distancing at the kitchens and to be orderly. So don't rush, don't push, don't spread COVID-19 in the name of rushing for food. I beg, eh, Joe? But, but I'm thinking maybe the government should have a system in place to prevent these things. You have to assume that people will be disorderly. Now, Lagos, after all, everybody, almost everybody are worried for this side. So government should be the one, I think, to set it up in a way that order must be maintained. Now, let's talk about Ojodu. If you live in Ojodu, I'm going to need you to call in and tell us if the food kitchens are indeed open. Your LCDA chairman is saying the kitchens opened since Thursday. Can you confirm this? And when you call, tell us which ward or neighborhood you live in and tell us if the kitchen there is open. Chukudi will will even give you the contact number of the food kitchen in your area. Now, before you do, before you call us and tell us if uh, um, the food kitchen in your part of Ojodu is open, let's talk about palliatives. By the way, I don't think I will ever use that word again after COVID-19 is over. (laughs) We don't use that tire. But anyway, palliatives. From day one of the lockdown, we've been talking about hunger. We keep talking about artisans and day laborers who are no longer making money because they cannot go out day by day. So even though food shops are open, these people cannot buy food because they don't have money. But now we have these food kitchens with free food. So the idea is, if you cannot afford food right now because you're not working, come here and get free food. Now, that's a good start. But I want you to tell me is if you think it's enough. What I want you to tell me is if you think this is enough. Because first of all, we have to ask, how many people can these food kitchens feed? Governor Sonwolu said the plan is to feed 100,000 youths a day in a state of 20 million. That's half of 1%. That's one Lagosian out of every 200. Is that enough, do you think? Think about all the people who are no longer working because of the lockdown. Think about all the plumbers and electricians and vulcanizers and hairdressers and hawkers, taxi drivers, others. Aren't they more than 100,000? Aren't they more than 1 million? How will they get fed? And remember, those 100,000 people being fed also have children who feeds them. Is it enough to give the father food if the three daughters don't have food? Now, let's even go beyond food. Are there other things 
that you think the government should provide for people who cannot work because of the lockdown. We've heard the federal government talking about free ele- electricity. By the way, I've had light in my house for like four days straight and I'm so grateful to EKDC. And there are people who are talking about, now it's not free because I'm paying with my prepaid meter, but people are talking about free electricity. So food and, and electricity are, you know, two things that people think people need for this lockdown. Is there anything else that you think government should be subsidizing right now? 0700-993-993-993-993. If you are in Ojodu, is the food kitchen in your area working? What do you think about the food kitchen idea? 0700-993-993-993. Is feeding 100,000 people in Lagos per day enough? And apart from food, what else should government be giving people who cannot work due to the lockdown? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. Hello. Hi, good afternoon, Sandra. Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Chika. I'm calling from Amu Wadofin. Chika from Amu Wadofin. Go ahead, Chika. Yeah. I think, uh, like I said last week, this initiative is dead on arrival. Why? Why, why do I say so? You want to feed 100,000 people out of 20 million people. What is the methodology upon which you want to arrive at the 100,000 you want to feed? Now, let me ask you a question. Say, like a particular food vendor open, does it have an amount of people you tend to feed? Let's assume a particular food vendor in a world of open, and its target is to feed 100 people, and 300 people showed up. How do you pick the 100 people among the 300 people? Hmm. And like I said, let government provide palliative for people in their house. By so doing, they, they will be able to achieve the aim of this lockdown. Now, by, by providing palliatives to people in their homes, you mean going to them and giving them food items? Of course. When, when it's time for election, so many people have actually come up with this initiative. There's polling units in every street. Why can't we also do this uh, palliative that same way? But if you're asking people to go out and go and get this food, you know how Lagos works. The few palliatives that they've had, we've seen how it goes. If people actually go in search of this food, who knows who is actually having this virus with them? Hmm. How are we sure that in the process or in the quest to just for this food will not create more problems? and the solution we are aiming to solve. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for your contribution. There are several messages on our WhatsApp platform. I'm going to take these messages before I return to the phone lines. Remember, you've heard all of the interesting stories on the Big Three and you have the opportunity to respond to any of them or make your contribution. Um, This question is... Okay, this contribution is from... Uh, okay, uh, if I if I says having to collect the food once every day is enough. If the government could keep it up every day, thank you very much for your message. If I our next message on our WhatsApp platform is from Efe Odia. Efe Odia is asking, okay, Efe Odia, Sandra, these are government are not serious at all. They will create a problem in trying to solve one. There is no way people will practice social distancing in all these food kitchens. Anyway, there is no. 
there's no emergency food kitchen in Baragri. They are doing this in order not to share cash to people. The only palliative people want is cash. Master Ola from Ikoga in Badagri. Thank you very much, Master Ola. If we can get someone to call us from Ojodu to tell us what the situation is, I'm very certain that, you know, we would really like to hear. I've been following your programs, Shukudia, and it's a big shame hearing how every Nigerian is calling and complaining on radio of their lack of trust for the government, their government, people who are supposed to be their leaders. No one has ever called on radio to say, I trust my government. The government is doing well. The government is doing a great job. No one has called on radio to publicly say something nice about the Nigerian government. And we are all hearing it and nothing is being done. I'm ashamed of this nation. Thank you very much, Juliet from Egbeda. I think that we should not lose hope in our great country, Nigeria. As Nigerian citizens, you know, in our little contribution to nation building and national development, and when we hold our elected re um, representatives accountable, they are going to work in our best interest. Good afternoon. I'm Stanley from Ajeromi Ifelodun. My opinion in this case is that the virus we're talking about is not the one killing us. It is hunger that is killing the people. We don't have we have rulers, people who don't care about others and do whatever they like. This sickness is classless. God is watching everybody. May God have mercy on Nigeria. Thank you very much. Stanley from Ajeromi, Ifelodu. Maki, Lego, Maki from Lagos says, okay, um, okay. My name is Hamid from Satellite Town, Lagos. Talking about the palliatives, my mom just returned from the market where she said she saw three big trailers filled with foodstuffs undergoing distributions. Thanks to my local government chairman, Mr. Ramatulai Akinola. Well, positive message there. Thank you very much for that contribution. I'm hoping that people who reside in that community are going to benefit from that. Um, Maki says, greetings to you, Chukudi and Sandra. Thanks for your helpful program. The COVID-19 pandemic plus the lockdown has revealed how incompetent, cunning, insensitive those who govern us are. They and their family members have regular access to food, power supply and money, and they tell the rest of us to go to hell. Just imagine that you are told you will not receive the cash transfer from the government when you have 5,000 naira, about $14 and a Above. What if the 5,000 or above is a cash gift from someone who cares? This is sheer wickedness. I'll head back to the phone lines and we'll drop with phone calls. Hello? Hello? Please turn down the volume of your radio set. What is your name and where are you calling from? My name is Tony. I'm calling from what? Tony from Aja. Go ahead, Tony. Godwin, not Tony. Okay, Godwin. Go ahead, Godwin. Please, we are, the community we are living, we are living around Ajam Majek. These people, like, they come to what, uh, Bashirun yesterday, but what, they did not want come to what Majek area. And they shared things for other people there. And when my, my, suddenly one of my family gets to that place, they didn't get them the thing, they moved the van and they run away. Okay, but you can confirm that they are going from community to community distributing? Yes. So can we say we are hopeful that they would soon come to your community? I don't sure. I'm not sure that word will come to this community again. Hmm. All right. Thank you very much for your contribution. Let's just be optimistic. Hello. Yeah. Good, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Peter from Lekki. Peter from Lekki. Go ahead, Peter. Yeah, Richard. 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 Oh, Richard. Go ahead, Richard. Yes. Uh, it's a good word for Lekki. No, no doubt. I, I have to play with that picture. Uh -huh. See now. The government, you see people sitting indoor. Now you are creating a platform where people cannot come. You know, imagine I, I, I can imagine after this will look like. Yes, I can you to be crowded. And you are people sitting indoor. And here you are creating a platform where people come outside and come and eat. And secondly, I will I how am I sure who cooked the food? How am I sure how 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 sure the best is not is not carrying. In my thing, and you say, I come and eat food. I mean, you see, 
it's not good. It's crazy. Mm. They should share money to buy food in their house whatever, whatever they want to eat. Hmm. All right, yes. Richard. Thank you very much for your contribution. Richard is of the opinion that cash be disbursed. Hello. 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 Good afternoon. What's your name and where are you calling from? Yeah, Chikode. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. My name is Dave. I'm coming from um, Ijimo, Aziz. Okay, go ahead. Um, okay, quickly. Um, the food um, center where they give people food, I strongly believe it is a center created to create the spread of this COVID-19. Why do you say so? Now, Chukundi, you and I know very well that Nigeria will lack kill sense. We, we don't know how to kill even ordinary at the ATM. Let me tell you something real quick. Let me tell you something real quick. Okay. We have seen yeah. videos of, for example, um, private estates that organize... Uh, you know, platforms where they can distribute food items to people and other people have conducted themselves in a proper manner. Don't you think it's generalizing to say in Nigeria we lack that Q-sense? It, 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 it is a thing that we see on daily basis. Now, let me ask you, Chukudi, what is the number of people that each of these food centers will cater for per time, per day? Hmm. So if we have a number, if we say, okay, it is 1,000 people that are going to, we are talking about between 11 and 1 p.m. I don't even correct. Two hours to care for 100,000 people in Nigeria. Across across Lagos. Across Lagos. Across, sorry, across Lagos, I beg your pardon. How many how many people can this book cater for? And you are telling me that people are not going to uh, struggle to get this food. So if, if they can go around with sharing the food street by street, it is better than opening this food center. They are making us to suffer more. We are obeying the lockdown in our houses. They should not spread this thing so that we can go out. This thing needs to pass. All right. All right. Thank you very much for your contribution. Interesting submissions by everyone that has called and those who send their messages on WhatsApp. It's interesting to note that, you know, Nigerians are particularly um, showing interest in everything about our great country, Nigeria. And we're contributing our bit to see that when we join in the conversation and proffer solutions to all the issues that we have to contend with, you know, we are making our own contribution to see that in the long run, um, we have a better outcome. It's important that we emphasize that as Nigerians, we must all act responsibly. And by acting responsibly, adhere to the advice shared by the experts. Try as much as you can to stay alive because it's only those who are alive that will think of tomorrow or think of hustling or going out to make ends meet. And we must also talk about our elected representatives because they have a responsibility. The very essence of government is to advance, protect, and promote the interest of the people. You know, everything that has to do with the protection of lives and property. And so when we continue to call out our elected representatives and ask them to do the needful, they would have no other option. But as Nigerians, remember, very, very important that we stay alive. I'm going to take a short break. When we return, it will be time for Checkpoint. On Checkpoint, we interface between those that provide essential service and those who enjoy them. Today, we're going to be discussing something really very interesting. We're talking about enforcing proper policing during the lockdown. We would like to hear your contribution. This is not the time to call in and complain. This is the time to suggest how best we are going to handle this situation. And I trust that you're prepared and ready to share insight. Please do not go anywhere. You're tuning to 99.3 Nigeria Info, your number one for